0: Hello there this is the tougher minds podcast in this episode dr john finn talks about british golfer georgia hall and her victory in the british women's open tournament in the summer of 2018 john discusses how georgia hall's success was the result of deliberate planning on her part he also explains how we can all benefit from setting ourselves major long-term goals and objectives
1: georgia hall's british open win was really interesting because after, to the press, she said, it was my goal when I was nine to win the British Open. I'm so happy. This wasn't an accident. (laughs) She planned it. Um, And when we step back from Georgia Hall and look at other successful people, there's a trend. There was actually um, a very famous business book written called Built to Last by some Stanford um academics and what they were looking at were successful businesses in the. US over the last hundred years in terms of the the stock exchange and they were looking for businesses who'd who'd been at the top of their game for for a long time and the way they would um, work this out is they would go back to the early 1900s and they'd find the emergence of Ford Motor Company, for example, on the stock market, and they'd find a a similar um, car manufacturer. And these two stocks might have trended about the same level for a while, but at some point the other company disappeared and Ford carried on. And they were looking for what are the the relationships between businesses like Ford, like Coca-Cola, like Disney, And they found a number of things these guys were doing similar. One of those is what they called big, hairy, audacious goals. All these businesses had what the authors shortened to BHAGs. They all had BHAGs. Big, um, challenging targets they set for themselves. Often unattainable things. But it was a consistent. And when we bring that to successful people um, in other walks of life, it stands up as well. So Rory McIlroy also talked about wanting to win all the majors as a young, uh, as a young guy. We know that Olympic athletes, they're planning their, their performance programs out years ahead about what they're going to attain at the, at the Olympic Games. We know that the Williams sisters, for example, their father planned their progression to become world, world tennis superstars. Um, and we can see other more recent business examples as well. So the question then is, why is it so powerful to set big goals? What do they do? Goal setting and motivation are connected. Um, the way that I would think about motivation is it's direction and intensity of effort. And goals give you something to aim towards. Um, there are a number of reasons that, that big goals work. And I think if you just dip into a few of them, that might be helpful. I think one of them is big goals tap into what we call self-fulfilling prophecies. Um, Walt Disney famously said, if you can dream it, you can do it. And there is a science that shows you are much more likely to be successful if you believe you can do it. Because when you start to set a goal that you believe and you buy into... Your behaviours align behind that goal, and you start to act in a way that allows you to achieve that goal. If our goals are very meaningful to us, it's much more likely that we will achieve them. Um, J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter, um, which is not only the biggest selling children's book of all time, but also the biggest, the highest grossing movie franchise of all time was famously rejected by several publishers. I think she got rejected nine times. But she kept persisting because she had this big goal of becoming a published author. Um, And she fulfilled her own prophecy. So that's one reason that big goals are powerful. Another reason I think big goals are powerful is because by setting a goal, you can see if you're making progress to it or not as opposed to just saying, well, I want to be a good golfer. Setting yourself something very specific to, to work towards allows you to, to see progress in a much more um, accurate way. And what we're starting to understand is that one of the most important things for us to feel well and feel happy is to feel like we are making personal progress in our lives. And to understand that we have to have something to measure where we're at where we were at last week to where we're at now, measure that against. And big goals allow us to do that. So personal progress and our need for it is a real big reason. I think why big goals are very, very powerful. And again, in the Georgia Hall example, you know, last year um, she got close to winning winning the open, she didn't quite do it but she saw, you know, she was making progress. So she carried, you know, spurred her on this year to do that. And if she tracks her journey back to um, a 36 handicapper as a nine year old, she can see the journey that she's made from from there to being this this, this uh, open champion. I think the third reason that big goals are powerful is that contrary to some belief from some people is that goals actually allow you to reduce stress. Some people think goals are, oh, I can't set big goals because it's too stressful for me. I would argue that it's more stressful if you don't have big goals because goals are not set in stone. They are flexible and malleable. And actually having something written down that you're working towards is much more uh, stress management friendly than something that's just very vague and intangible. If you've got something written down and it's not working out or you don't feel like you're making progress towards it, you can change the goal. You can lessen it. So actually having goals, committing to them, allows you to pivot on them and actually change direction. Um, So I think that's another reason why they're powerful. And we could go on, but if you want to achieve something in life, making it into what we actually call a fan story, working out what, what, what do you want to achieve in the distant future, and connecting it back to your behaviours today or what you need to start doing maybe differently is a very, very powerful process and it's something we get people across our programmes to do.
0: I'd just like to take you back briefly to um, what you talked about uh, in terms of personal progress uh, being being a, a, a reason that setting goals is powerful. And um, I understand there's some research which shows the importance of this idea of seeing progress, um, overriding other factors that people might view as, as more damaging in the workplace context?
1: Yeah, so in the workplace, where we're seeing increased levels of burnout, we often imagine that's to do with overload. but Too much work, maybe? Yeah, too much work. Um, maybe also not being an efficient and effective at. App- and doing our work because we're more distracted than ever before. But actually what, what we also think, or what we think is a bigger factor than overload in burnout is actually uh, people feeling stifled, people feeling like they are not making progress in their lives. That's overwhelming. Um, so personal progress, and this is what uh, Greek philosophers call eudaimonia, eudaimonia is about making personal progress, is absolutely essential feeling well in 21st century life and if you're not in your life if you don't feel like you're making progress in your life you're not going to
0: feel particularly well and and just a, a final point then on, on your third point about um overarching objectives and the power of them uh, this idea of of pivoting people might think that's slightly contradictory
1: yes um Girls have a girls are a tool you use to focus your attention on something. It isn't something you're not- you're not committing yourself something to something for the rest of your you know life It's a tool you can use to harness your energies um Our head of education in fact who studied history I read history at Cambridge University actually went to Cambridge to become a journalist and at some point he decided that he didn't want to be a journalist and he wanted to become a teacher. But having the goal to become a journalist had driven his energies and efforts to get him to Cambridge, to read history, and everything he'd learnt along that journey helped him to pivot very quickly into becoming a really successful teacher. Um, you know, So you don't lose an hour of effort and energy put into something. If you have a big goal you're working towards, you're probably more likely to be efficient and effective with your time Um, because that helps our brain to not just procrastinate on things, but to actually work towards progressing ourselves and bettering ourselves.
0: Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Tougher Minds and check out the website, tougherminds.co.uk.